Welcome everyone. This is the Seeds of Light Astrology Hub show dedicated to illuminating the path of parenting using the power of astrology. I'm your host, Anna Zaharia, and I'm here with evolutionary astrologer, herbalist, holistic healer, and columnist for the Yoga Journal, Cameron Allen. So glad to be back with you, Cameron. Hey, Anna, what's up? How are you feeling today? I'm feeling... You know what I'm noticing? That anytime that we get ready to do one of these deep dives into the zodiac signs, mm -hmm. that we kind of start to marinate in that quality a little bit before we go live. Yeah. So as I've been getting ready this morning, I've just been feeling so much more Pisces than I usually do. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, actually, I now that you say that, I have because... Pisces, like, well, first off, when I woke up this morning, I felt like I was really in, like, this in-between space, like, in between my dream and in between, like, what is this life that some people still see as a dream, in a sense. But then I also was just going in so many different directions today that I felt a sense of, like, overwhelm in a moment earlier. And I know sometimes the Pisces and Piscean energy can feel overwhelmed. So I was like, Oh, what is this? And then I was like, oh, okay, let me tap tap into some vibrational medicine because I was thinking about Pisces energy or whatever. And when I think about Pisces, I think about vibration. So I just started like making sounds and it was just like so nice to just feel the vibration of the sounds moving through my body. And I was just like allowing myself to be overwhelmed by that, which like actually calmed me down. And I wasn't overwhelmed because I overwhelmed myself with sound, if that makes sense. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> that That's is very. At that point, yeah, that that is very Pisces. I was really feeling the quality of kind of timelessness and just everything feeling a little more nebulous than usual. So all of that to say that we are back here today, continuing our series on how to support your child based on their zodiac sign. And today we're discussing supporting your Pisces child, now and always. So, as always, of course, your Pisces child refers to your child's sun sign. If their sun is in Pisces, this applies to them. Or if your sun is in Pisces, you know, you might want to take some notes for yourself. Because as parents, we always need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves in order to take care of our little ones. But it also applies to the moon and the rising or a concentration of three or more planets in the sign of Pisces. And if you don't have your child's chart, you can grab it really easily and for free at astrologyhub.com forward slash astrocharts and just have it handy and refer to it while we're going through the zodiac signs in the series. So Cameron, what do you consider the highest, purest expression of Pisces to be? So the highest, purest expression, I couldn't settle or feel into one thing. So like what I, what came forth was like a mystic, a visionary, and an artist. Like all those things like wrapped into one thing, like feels like the highest expression of Pisces. And I feel like, you know, Artists can be something that's like attributed to a lot of people in a lot of different ways when it comes to Piscean energy. However, there's not always like the way that I define mystic, like there's not that many people who are like true, true mystics who are like 
actually accessing this direct experience of oneness in like a very, I guess I would say sustained way, like in a way where it's like years of just like they're experiencing this sense of like the divine, like flowing through them at all times and accessing that sense of like timelessness, like you were saying, you know, especially in the space and time that we're in right now. So I feel like I had to make a differentiation of those two. However, both of those people are always visionaries to me. So yeah, that's the highest expression, I guess. I would synthesize those two and then just call it a visionary. Yeah. So could you elaborate a little bit more on the idea of being in tune with the divine and what that looks like for a Pisces child? Yeah, for a Pisces child, I feel like it would look like for for me, sometimes it would look like just knowing any and everything and also like experiencing everything as itself, which can be which can be difficult, you know, for somebody in, a, in their childhood, especially if they don't have a context for that. However, I do know some children who literally they're just they're, they tell people like what is happening in reality. And they like and people are like, how do you know that? And they're just like, I, I don't know. What do you mean? How do I know that? Like, I it's truth. You know, they just, it's just experiencing the eternal presence of like what is right now and whatever is arising is what is true because I am that thing. Yeah. Even though Aries is, I am like, sometimes I experience Pisces as being even more attuned to the I am quality when they're in the present moment. So it can look, it can look a lot of different ways, but it also, I feel like it definitely looks like young children who are tuned into like their spirit guides and stuff like that. Like very oftentimes I feel like that's very prevalent and that's prevalent in children in general, but that Piscean nature of just even being like very young in the theta wave brain state and just absorbing everything in the reality just feels really Piscean. So I don't know if I answered that fully, but it can look a lot of different ways as always with children, but that's kind of how I feel into it. Would you say that there's a psychic quality to it? Oh yeah. Yeah. It, I would say it's either a, it's like one or a one of like the most psychic signs in the zodiac for me. Uh, Pisces would be, which comes with a lot of stuff, you know, especially in this space and time. So, mm-hmm. but we'll get into that too soon. And psychic is a tricky word because there's many different ways to be psychic, and it definitely seems that Pisces is a very particular type of psychic, as you were saying. It's like this experience it's like a personal like almost body sense experience of just knowing that something is or isn't or 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 whatever it is it's like it's so porous yeah yeah even hearing you explain it i'm like yes you're explaining it perfectly even in the way that like when we talk like i feel like when i always talk about pisces i i oftentimes like hesitate or i'm like how am i saying this does this like I don't know how to say it fully because like that's it has to be an emotional experience of something like you have to feel it move through you as if it was you and is you, mm. you know, like that kind of feel into it. So, yeah, I'm, you you described it so perfectly. Well, s- some might wonder why I am describing it so perfectly. <laughs> and that's because I have a Pisces rising and it's been very, very helpful for me to know that about myself and lean into it and see myself through that lens to understand some of my experiences. 
-hmm. and to start being very proactive about how I work with that kind of knowingness and that kind of sponginess of, mm -hmm. of taking things in from my environment as a whole, which can, for Pisces, sometimes be really, really large, right? <laughs> and then kind of processing it in, in my um, scorpionic ways. So I, I will say for myself, water bathing is crucial, almost non-negotiable. If I want to feel like fully clear and like myself, I, I need to bathe. <laughs> I need to either bathe or shower in order to clear things away. Would you like to say anything about that? Yeah. Um, on Yeah, I would say not just baths, but also putting things on a crown chakra. Or like even like if a child is overly sensitive, like putting just hats on their head, I feel like sometimes can be really helpful because mm. honestly, like energetically things oftentimes stream through our crown. So just like having something to it's protect it, you know, or just to keep a, a boundary there you know, is really, really good and important. And also like focusing on like the feet and like getting their feet on the earth. Because if you're connected to, if you feel and you're experiencing as if you're connected to all things, then you need to have your feet on the ground. Because that, yeah, I just feel like that's really, 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 really important. And it's important mm -hmm. for everybody. And also is very, very important for Piscean energy to have their feet on the ground, you know, to get that connection that it already feels, but it also like needs it in a tangible way to make themselves feel grounded when oftentimes energy can be dispersive and porous. So, yeah. All really, really awesome tips. I want to backtrack just a little bit about this idea of being really spongy. I think with children this can be particularly difficult because they can't identify yet what is them and what is not them i mean they kind of start out that way by default right mm -hmm. they they as babies they're experiencing everything as themselves it's like they are pisces <laughs> and then through the next seven years they're obviously they're growing more and more out of that but then to really have this pisces quality emphasized in your blueprint I think it's particularly tricky for kids. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I just think like giving like really good distinction word, like giving people distinction of like, this is how you feel. This is how I feel. Like making it like giving extra boundaries in the sense of like, what do you feel? What do you want? And then also as a parent, it's actually much more on the responsibility of like, knowing how the environment is that your child is in. Because if you know the environment that your child is in and you see the way that they're acting and they don't know that they're acting that way because they are the environment or they experience the sense of I as the environment, then it is up to us to be able to give them the distinctions or be able to show them how to discern the difference between this is what the environment feels like and I want you to know that you feel that and also that might not be you that are feeling that as something that you want or you desire because of the Piscean energy as well, you know, the energy can tend towards being, it can tend, it can tend to be flowing. So when things flow, oftentimes they're not like, it's not carving out its own pathway. It's just going where the riverbed is already like open, you know? So that's mm -hmm. 
and I like to feel into too. So are there any other qualities of Pisces children that you want to emphasize? Yeah, being able to let them stay open and artful too is really important, you know, just as them being artists and you know, it's it's and it's also even what I was just saying before, like I want to kind of go back and even say allowing them to experience timelessness in like teaching your children like the ultimate truth of reality, right? Like is time really real or like or like what is the supreme nature of life and things like that. You know, it's really important not to just like make sure that they're like okay and safe and protected in this world because they are Pisces and we know how things can happen in that way, but to allow them to actually experience everything in, in its fullness too as well, which, you know, it's, ah, it's just a, it's a tricky thing. Yeah. But also another, another thing with Pisces children that I find is just like this universal love that has less to do at times where I've seen with, like, so a lot of times children will be like, I love this person because this is my mom. And I love this person because this, like this, because of that. And they just actually just like love everybody. And they just have this like deep compassion in their heart. And I think that's really a beautiful thing, you know, and that, and that is precious. So it should definitely be protected in the way that is like that they, they help, they are helped to discern things, not protected as in don't do that. Don't do this more protected as in, do you see how this happened because this happened? Or do you see what happens when that person did that? It's like, it's okay to love them. And also it's, you know, you got to reel that back in at times because you can't sacrifice yourself, you know? So those are things. Musicians too, they like music. So those are quality. Those are some qualities that I always see. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you brought up deep compassion. That's certainly been my experience. And at times it can be overwhelming, you know, like something I would love to draw attention to for parents out there is to be particularly mindful of imagery that your Pisces child is exposed mm-hmm. to because of that heightened compassion and sponginess and just overall sensitivity. Of course, it's inappropriate to expose any child to violent imagery, but with Pisces children being very, very aware of the kinds of movies and shows and just media that they're exposed to is going to be really important. I I have to consciously shield myself from violent movies on a regular basis. And it's surprisingly hard, which brings up a lot of questions about our world and why we need so much violence and uh, criminal activity and all sorts of different storylines, you know, that that go along those themes on television in order to entertain ourselves. But that is, of course, another episode. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And that's, that brings up a good point because it's, you know, I think that is about like vibrational things, you know, it's like Piscean energy is imprinted by the vibration of a thing, you know? So just being mindful of, hmm, yeah, I heard. So there's this thing you could do with Pisces children and you just, you know, you make a sound and you make a noise and you just like allow them to be able to access how it feels. What is the experience of this sound? 
you know, because of the vibration. They'll feel the vibrational quality of it. And then that can actually, like, that could be like tuning, like tuning them to know what is a yes for them and what is a no for them. Like, even if you just like sang to them, like, or if you can't sing, you know, play a song, you know, and just do things that sound pleasant and harmonious and really nice and let them feel what it feels like for something to be nice and let them have that experience. And then play something that is like really like hard and like rugged and like, you know, stuff like that and let them feel that and like just watch and let them like experience so that they can carry that and utilize that as their discernment throughout their life. Because if they walk somewhere and they're like, what is that? Not that they won't be overwhelmed sometimes. However, through that, like that parenting, they can go somewhere and be like, I feel something just doesn't feel the greatest. And then actually that allows them access to be able to identify where that thing is coming from. Right. Also, I feel like body scans for Piscean energy is really, really good. Just like getting a baseline of like, how do I feel as me right now before I go into this place, into this space? Because when I go there, then I might begin to feel other things. But I know that's not me because I just felt this way. So what's going on here? So I think vibrational medicine is really important in that way too. Sound healing, stuff like that. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. Okay. So I'm going to do a little summary here. Pisces in its purest expression is the mystic, the visionary, the artist. It experiences itself as everything and everything as itself <laughs> in its purest form. And it has a very deep connection to the divine. And the way that there's, there's something you want to say there. Yeah. <laughs> like I like, yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> I could let you summarize it, but yeah. So the idea of being an empath, I think that's really important. And I think it's important for a twofold reason. Like one reason is because sometimes in the mainstream culture now, what I see is when people say things about being an empath and it actually is like, it's as if someone's like taking the emotional identification of being like a victim. But then there's also like another side of it where it's like understanding what is the impact so that you can empower yourself and you know what actually is going on. So as a parent, it's good to know like both sides of that, you know, and know mm -hmm. the spectrum of it so that you can identify within your child and also give them like tips and tools on how to manage that energy as well. So yeah, the empath thing, really, really important. And also um, Piscean energy oftentimes too, with everything going on in our reality, like please just be mindful of like the chemicals you have in your house and stuff like that. Like all your like household products, because if someone is porous in their digesting the environment, then they could be ingesting toxins just energetically or just in general, everybody really, we should all be doing that. However, it's just more heightened there because yeah, it's, it's really important, you know, and autoimmune things can come up with Piscean energy. I'm not saying this to scare anybody. Please don't be scared. Like I'm just saying it because it's good to be mindful of because there are other influences that I feel like people don't take into account sometimes. So I just wanted to say that too as well. So, yeah. Thank you, Cameron. Yeah, that's really important. And, you know, the whole idea of these labels that we take on being really careful about mm -hmm. everything that comes with them because language imprints so much. <laughs> okay, so 
Moving on with the summary here. Your Pisces child is likely very spongy in that it's taking in a lot of its environment, a lot of the feelings that are being experienced by the people around it. You know, if there's just a mood in the air and depending on how widely expanded your your child is at the time, they, they can be taking in things from the collective as a whole. And I just want to offer a reflection here when the whole COVID crisis first made its way into our world and people still didn't quite know what was going on. The lockdowns hadn't happened yet, but there was clearly a lot of fear in the collective. My primary connection to my community here would actually just be when I would go to the grocery store just because of the way that we live. So when I would go to the grocery store, I would all of a sudden just feel like kind of deathly ill. And it it felt like kind of nauseating and my head was kind of spinning. And then I started wearing a hood (laughs) to bring in your advice about wearing a hat to protect the crown chakra and kind of straight up made a decision to cocoon myself. And it definitely made a difference. It was a significant difference for me to go into a store where I was going to be surrounded by a lot of people to have my shield up. And I I find it so great to work with like our physical day-to-day experiences with these metaphysical concepts. Like as a Pisces, you'll likely need to have your shields up and you might wonder, you know, oh, how can I do that? Like, do I need to meditate? Of course, that's great. But also bringing in like your physical things like, oh, I'm going to create a little shield (laughs) for myself so that I'm not absorbing as much is a really great practical way to work with the energetics. I love that. I want to add to that too, because a lot of times the understanding of Pisces from my perspective too, it is like the energy is in the field and like in more of the imaginal realm. So actually it is, it is a practical tool to be able to just imagine what one desires or what one wants to see in the reality and their vital force will like begin to essentially create that, you know? So I think that's really, really important for people to tune into that as well. Also, and this might be like when kids start getting a little older, however, just being mindful of ways that you can learn what does healthy isolation look like versus like somebody being immersed in this world and it not being for them and that world not understanding them and them feeling like they need to go escape or isolate themselves for like, I would say a reason that is like more maladaptive, let's say, right? So some, it's totally fine to go retreat and like, I just need to be by myself but being able to help your child understand and identify when do you actually need to go isolate yourself and just be and just allow yourself to just be in your space and your flow because that's really important, you know? Yes. Yes. I love that. And I can see that as a really great self-care practice that you can teach your, your child about when you're feeling overwhelmed, like having your little Zen space that you can go to and be in purposeful isolation where you can just be you with you and, and and practice that energetic shielding okay some other things you brought up 
or we brought up together is bathing. So the power of clearing away through water, grounding through the feet, making sure that we have that connection with the earth. Help them distinguish between what you feel and what they feel by communicating and just raise their awareness around the possibility that they might be taking something of yours on. And in you sharing openly, you help them see that that might be happening. I will say I feel challenged by this with my son. I don't know that he has a lot of Pisces energy, but he does have significant Scorpio energy, which is quite psychic. And he, I, I see how spongy he is. And, and sometimes the things he says, I really wonder, like, are you just saying what I'm feeling right now or what I'm thinking? Or are we just literally thinking the same thing? And so I've started introducing him. He's five and a half. I've started introducing him to the concept of you might be picking up what I'm feeling. Do you think that that's the case? Do you ever find that you're you're feeling one way and all of a sudden you're feeling something else and you don't know where it came from? But I'm afraid that I'm being too suggestive and that I'm putting ideas in his head. <laughs> And, and so I want to be really cautious about not, you know, unintentionally diagnosing him <laughs> or giving him ideas about himself that, that are actually not true. So I, I tread lightly with that, but I try to just kind of open up the idea that it might be happening and then see if he brings it up and comes back around. Obviously, with him being so young, some of the ideas and concepts that I, I want to introduce to him are very cyclical. Like I'll bring something up and see how he reacts to it and how he interacts with it. And then I'll, I'll just let it lie. And then eventually at an older stage, we come back to it and revisit it in a different way. And I can see that he's so much more ready. So it's mm-hmm. been a little bit like touch and <laughs> touch and go. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Continuing with our very short summary over here. Make sure that you're paying particular attention to your child's environment as a whole. And if they do suddenly shift in their mood when they're in a particular environment, take note of that. Make sure that you're allowing them to have experiences of be of timelessness and spaciousness to be artistic and creative and dreamy. I will definitely say that this is very important to me. Like when my schedule is fully booked with meetings back to back to back, I I end up needing like a serious space of nothingness. And of course, I'm not a child anymore. But at this point in my life, I make it a regular practice to actually play with the concept of timelessness and play with time. So if your child is really excited about quantum physics and concepts of time, definitely lean into that. Oh, there's a really big affinity for universal love and being experiencing deep compassion, big, big love of, of music and artistic expression as a whole. And you can use this 
as a way to help them build discernment. Cameron, you brought up this idea of making or playing sounds and asking your child to share about their experience and what feels good and what doesn't feel good and how this over time can build into discernment about feeling into the environment because sound is vibration. We covered a lot, but is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, there is. <laughs> okay, so so sometimes when I think of Pisces too, I think of like ideals, like what is ideal? And so when we think of what is ideal, it's good to synthesize what I think is idealistic with how I can try to get there based off of the present moment. So not having like just a dream somewhere off out in space and it's never like figured out how to get there, but also like there's a quality of that and also like a quality of like being able to have faith. So those two things seem like they might be not together, right? It's like, if you have an ideal, just go get it and have faith. It's like, yes. And also it's 2021 and there's certain ways that this world is. So we have to know that and be in the present moment so we can figure out what we desire to do. Because if not, then, you know, oftentimes that energy can feel not just porous, but it can just like, it can go in any direction, you know, and it, without any structure to it. So we still do want to bring in some type of structure, right? And just knowing that there's a dynamic balance between that, like all things. So just being sure to incorporate those ideas into your parenting. Hmm. Thank you so much, Cameron. This has been such a pleasure to play and explore with you. Definitely. And everybody, if you love Cameron's approach to the Zodiac signs, we have a course with him. It's called Health Secrets of the Zodiac, where Cameron goes through all the Zodiac signs in depth and you get to learn about their essence, the correspondences in nature, key qualities and how to best care for each of the Zodiac signs. It's not specifically geared towards children. It's anybody of any age. Some of his recommendations will be particularly age specific as he does recommend some herbs and there are different like age appropriate things that you can engage with. However, it's a really wonderful course to get to know the Zodiac signs from a very holistic perspective. I, I absolutely love it. So you can do that at astrologyhub.com. If you haven't already gotten your PDF download of the guide to your child's moon sign, you can do that at astrologyhub.com forward slash moon sign. And you'll receive helpful insights on how to uniquely support and nurture your child based on their moon. And we have a new show page. I think I've mentioned it to you before, but I would love to invite you to check it out. It's over at astrologyhub.com forward slash seeds of light, just the name of the show. And you can go there to tune into all of our seeds of light episodes. You can learn more about Cameron, learn more about me. You can easily get your moon guide there and we're going to keep building that out as a resource. So as things come up, I'm going to link them there for you. And I just want to thank you all for tuning in and being part of the conversation today. If you found it helpful, please like it, leave a comment, share it with a friend who you think could benefit and make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite player and to our YouTube channel. Remember, when we change the way that we raise our children, we change the world. See you next time.